If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. Our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app. However, you're taking us in this morning, we appreciate it. Um, Jeff Parlay, again, thank you to him for joining us. Uh, our number one uh, here on a numbers game. Parlay's got to come back and do uh, betting across America at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. So he's got to bounce. Bill Krakenberger to join us here momentarily, unscripted with the Crackman. Uh, just want to read some tweets. We get tweets. At beating the book, always appreciate the uh, the feedback. This is from Bond Plate. This is uh, it's to me, but it's also to Paul Carr. And then Paul Carr jumps in and answers it. So I want to give the question and the answer. Bond Plate says, "I have an idea. Let's ask Paul Carr what he th- <laughs> what he thinks of top goal scorer in the Euro Cup 2020, plus money everywhere, two man race. If Schick ties, then the winner goes to assists. Then time. By the way, those are tiebreakers on this." Um, Right now, what is it? Uh, what does he say? Uh, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo in the lead. Greatest name to chant, Lukaku. Is it Ronaldo? Is it Lukaku? You remember a, a few years ago when we had Lukaku, we were on the show for the Golden Boot. Or English gentleman, uh, Kane or Sterling, only other dogs in the fight, he asks. And Paul Carr responds. And Paul Carr will join us again tomorrow uh, for Euro Cup 2020 uh, action quarterfinals. Paul Carr responds, I'd stick with Ronaldo. Schick needs two goals and probably has one game left. Lukaku might be worth a shot, though he basically needs three goals and has a max of three tough games left. Murata at 33-1 to one isn't terrible. Four goals is tough, though he, we know he'll get chances. So basically saying, I'd stick with Ronaldo. Uh, Bob from Philly. I know you guys don't have access to Foxbet in Vegas, but got the Nationals to win the East at 11-1 to one yesterday. Hmm, good price. Trip Tepper. Looks like Wimbledon will be dark on Saturday and Sunday. Historically, they are dark on the first Sunday. But any idea on why they're not playing on both weekend dates? Are they trying to avoid conflict with Euro 2020 matches, perhaps? Trip, I'm going to guess I don't know the answer to that. I'm going to guess that is the answer, uh, especially with England being in Euro Cup 2020. Because otherwise, again, we we're just talking about how all these, uh, you know, the rain during the first round has suspended matches Monfils had to win his first match over a course of three days while Djokovic was already in the third round. Some ladies' matches in the first round hadn't even begun. So, I mean, everything they've done has been wacky with the scheduling. Now it's starting to catch up, so we we should be on schedule. That that would be my only explanation of that. Someone else might tell me something different. So if you know the answer and that's not the correct answer, uh, please do let us know why Wimbledon is going dark both days this weekend. Steven Vegas, the only reason the Nats were 19-31 and 31 in 2019 and then went on to win it all 
was because Trey Turner was injured. There was no magic. It was just health. Trey, uh, Steve, rather, uh, magic is reserved for the Giants. Thanks very much. In 2021, though, the three top starters for Washington are not close to what they were in 2019. Uh, absolutely. No one disagrees with that. Uh, Bill McNeil. Hey, Gil, I'm not sure, but I think I just saw Don Zimmer charge Martinez at the end of the match. That was a Pedro Martinez joke, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, again, uh, and by the way, and someone else asked me about my tennis picks today, and I'm sorry. Uh, the only reason I posted my French Open picks on Twitter was because I was on vacation. Joey D, young Joseph, 25. Good morning, Gil. Anything you like on the tennis card today? I typically give them because they're in Europe. They're in London. Uh, the night before on primetime action, and then I know at least last night we put in the newsletter again. We split our dogs this morning. Pedro Martinez did get through as a plus one eighty eight dog against uh, Gael Monfils moments ago, uh, but we lost on the Australian Mark Pullman's who uh, succumbed to Christian Garin. The only thing I have left, and quite frankly, as I'm doing a show, I'm not sure if they've started yet. I don't believe they have. Uh, I am on Emma Raducanu. That has not started. That's the last ladies' match today. The Brit, Emma Raducanu, playing in front of her home crowd. I got her uh, as a significant dog uh, dog against Marketa Vondrasova. And uh, the price on on Raducanu, at least when I got it, it should be near that right now, was north of $2. I'll give you the exact number here as I go to the account and tell you what I bet it at to uh, compare to what it is available, what's available on now. I got it at plus 231. Dan Weston is on Grigor Dimitrov on the men's side at plus 108 against Alexander Bublik. So those are the only two remaining plays of the day. One for me on Raducanu, one for Dano on Grigor Dimitrov. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we bring him in from his lair. I, I don't know if he's back in Vegas. I'm going to guess he's back in Vegas. I don't know. Who knows where he is? Ladies and gentlemen, unscripted with the Crackman, Bill Crackman. You can follow him on Twitter, at Bill Crackman with a K. And, of course, he's got his own intro music. How you doing, Billy? What's going on? Everything good? Everything good. Where are you? I'm back here. You can see there's the home office there on, uh, in yes. the studio here. Yeah. In, yep. front of, in front of the brick. In front of yeah, the brick. In front of- yeah, in front of the uh, the fake brick. <laughs> <laughs> fake brick. You know, one of the things I missed from growing up on the East Coast is legit brick here in the Pacific Time Zone. Oh, by the way, it's Gil Alexander, Bill Krakenberger, on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, uh, unscripted talking all things sports betting. I do miss brick. It's one of the things I miss, I must admit. Yeah, that's that's uh, that, that's uh, literally, that that was all, it's all over the old buildings in New York City, the yep. Bronx, where I'm originally from. Yeah, that's it's something different. Yeah, so this is, I, I got this off of Rogan. So I seen Rogan had that brick in the back of him. I said, "Oh, that's that's a pretty good look." So I uh, I stole it off the number one uh, podcast of all time, right? I Joe guess Rogan, number yeah, number one. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so how was your trip to the East Coast? First of all, what you, you I'm sure you visited family, but what what yeah. did you you went from casino to casino, sportsbook to sportsbook, and Ooh, man, tell us I about was it. everywhere. I was all over a big East Coast trip there, and uh, uh, not only from Atlantic City to Philadelphia to uh, the Pittsburgh area, your Youngstown, Erie, and then I went across the top of the state of New York over uh, to make a trip to meet someone in uh, Rochester, and uh, I actually stopped in Buffalo for a, a couple hours, and uh, and then I went to Scranton for like four or five days, and then back to Philly, back to AC, and here we are back in lovely Las Vegas. Listen, I love traveling. Uh, I, I'm back in Vegas for literally 36 hours, and... Well, I guess maybe let's call it two days, uh, uh, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to leave already. I'm ready to find. <laughs> I, it's crazy. I don't know why. I'm, listen, I love Las Vegas, but um, I like traveling. I like doing my East Coast, West Coast kind of thing. Uh, I, I want to get out to Del Mar this season. I'm hearing it's absolutely crazy, though, uh, with reservations. And, and, and same thing with Saratoga. I love going to Saratoga every year. Of course, both, both uh, racetracks I missed last year. And don't give anyone the wrong ideas. I don't bet horses anything serious because I know it's nearly an unbeatable game with 20, 20 to 40 percent takeouts. Um, but I like just going because I have people I go with and people I visit there. And just the history, uh, anyone knows Saratoga knows it's the oldest racetrack, uh, all wooden racetrack. Uh, up until recently, they never they had no air condition anywhere. So still, it's really a, one of the hottest trips that you could think of that you heat and humidity in august and up in saratoga but it's cool there you have the the history of the track uh, the fame of the whitney's the barrymore's it was a big it was a big casino town back in the early 1900s um they had a lot of they had a illegal casino it's still there to visit i usually do that on tuesday the off day 
and, and do a little touristy kind of thing. And all the mobsters were up there years ago. And the pictures on the wall, the old time bookmakers, uh, really, really cool. A really uh, historic place. Uh, there, you know, there were, there's um, a Battle of Saratoga. I mean, this is a, a, a town that goes back, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. So yeah, you know uh, the, I like doing the, that. The uh, yep. Stankos, Adam Stanko, who's a regular guest on his, on this show, and, and his dad, Ed Stanko, who has been a guest on this show during the Triple Crown races, is actually the owner of the 2013 Kentucky Oaks winner. Uh, they've invited me to Saratoga kindly every year, and it's just I never – the vacations have to line up with it, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. I'd love to get there. Del Mar is always something I wanted to experience when that opens. Um, you're going to neither this year. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm definitely going to one of the two. I'm definitely going to Del Mar. Uh, the Saratoga trip, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm told it's like a lottery to get in. Uh, listen, you know me, of course. Money talks, baby. So uh, you give someone enough money, you're getting in. Uh, I mean, it's that simple. So just to just just to have to pay fifty bucks to get in, which is no big deal, but that's not fair for the average fan that wants to enjoy the horse racing and stuff. I'm hearing it's really really bad um, the way it's going right now. But listen, uh, uh, that reminds me now. So I come to town. And I have a lot of people in town, different sets of people. Oh, that first I of all, can, can you just stop? Um, it is yeah, it is unbelievable what you just said because in the last ten days, I have had, and I'm not making up this number. Imagine what this is. Five different random folks, right? Some that you're super close to, some that you're kind of close to, some that you're not so much close to. But like everybody, this is the summer where everybody decided to come to Vegas. Usually, this is the time of year where no one comes here. Everybody who you've ever met in your life has shown up in Vegas the last two weeks. It's interesting that you've experienced the same thing. And I'm getting a sixth, by the way, this coming weekend. It's incredible. One text after another. Oh, by the way, I'm in Vegas or I'm coming tomorrow. That kind of thing. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Cool. The, the ultimate check raised there. I have three sets of people. Yeah. Uh, Gil has six. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Point that <laughs> wasn't trying to do one, trying to one up here. No, right. no. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But, yeah, so I have three sets of people. Some of my best friends, actually, uh, from, from one of my best friends from Myrtle Beach, uh, he came up here. Um, one of the craziest guys I know. Just guys got more pure gamble than anyone I know. Um, one time he hit a $13,000 parlay, a parlay, a five-team money line underdog parlay. Um, I know this is going to be hard to believe. If I didn't see it with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe it. For $1.1 million. Is that amazing? Man. $1.1 million. Yeah. And then decided to take, you know, literally, he said, I'm taking a big shot with this crack. He took 400000 and blew it in three days. I mean, it's just, it, it's just, just crazy. I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but come on. No, you gotta laugh at him. Yeah. You gotta laugh at him. I mean, but uh, anyway, so he's here with his, with his, with family and friends, and then I have some other sets of two, two, all three people don't know each other though, and you know, of course, they all want to go to dinner and stuff. So we were talking about how hard it is to get in Saratoga. It just made me think of it. The hardest restaurant to get in. In Las Vegas. Let me guess. I now know what it is. Okay. Let's see. No, I was going to say, well, maybe I'm wrong now that you, I was going to say berries. No, no, no. Berries, I think, I think midweek you could probably get in berries pretty easy, no? Or is it that uh, hard to get in? Pretty hard, but but okay. Really? What is the answer? Okay. Oh, <laughs> that was just a nice blunt no. Yeah. No, but, uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, but, but. <laughs> no. no but I, 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 I actually like berries. He came over to my table and was hanging out and telling me what to eat in there and stuff. And you can eat anything there, really. Berries at Circa. There's yeah. A, yeah, there's off-menu items, too. Yeah. Off-menu items. Oh, yeah. man. Great stuff. What's the hardest you know, place? Uh, without a doubt, Hell's Kitchen at Caesars. So I called. Really? I was in I was in Jersey. I called, Well, listen, all the kids want to go there. It's a big show. On, I, I, tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe one of the producers will know. It's a show on TV. It's called Hell's Kitchen. Is that well, is Gordon, still on? Gordon Ramsay has Gordon Ramsay. multiple shows, yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right, Hell's so, Kitchen is at Caesars, right? Right there on the on yes. the strip itself. Yeah, on the on the strip, right? Great prime location. So I call from Jersey, and I because my my friend and he wants to get his son in there, and and you know his son's thirteen. He wants to get this kid in there, and the kid loves it, Gordon Ramsay. So I call from Jersey, and they say uh, the first reservation we have is late August, ten p.m. Party of two. I said, like, wow, really? So now I check into it a little bit. I call around some, you know, I'm going up the scale of contacts I have and nobody could get me in. It was that bad. Hmm. Um, so now of course, what do I think? I think money talks. 
I'm only going to embarrass this restaurant probably. So as soon as I get off the flight, I literally drop my suitcases off, still in the same clothes, and just run over there because I want to get in the next day. Not even that night, the next day. So I go in there and, you know, I grab a manager. Uh, I picked a good time to go. It was around 10 p.m. Uh, I go in to grab a manager, and I, I have to admit, I, I tried to give him 200 bucks, <laughs> you know, $200 bills. It's a couple hundred bucks. You can get us in. And he's like, there's nothing. I, I am fully committed this week. I am fully booked. He said, possibly next week I can get you in a party of two midweek late again. And I was like, no, I need, I need a party of 8 at 530 <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> so um, it didn't work that way, and I had to do it. I had, to, I had to call one of the presidents of the casinos that I know here in town. Not Caesars, though. So I didn't know if he can even do something. Um, I, I actually used the contact that uh, I, I've done some favors for this guy, and he's got a giant position now. I'm not going to say what casino, but he's a president of one of the big ones. And he called me back in 10 minutes. Done. You're in. Party of 8 tomorrow, 530. Right. Where did they get day. those seats? Where did they get those seats from? How come they weren't there for the deuce? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's funny. So, well, well, oh, so who was it? Oh, sorry. We Go went, ahead. And it was we went, and of course I'm thinking it's going to be gimmicky. It's a it's a chef on TV. The kids like. And by the way, packed full people taking pictures. All these chefs on the wall. They must be on the show. Beautiful open air um uh, kitchen. Really was. They, you, you watch the chefs cook, and I was pleasantly surprised. The food was fantastic. Hmm. Fantastic. So, I never considered um, going. Now I will. Absolutely. The You know, the berries fantastic. thing, this was during March Madness, so this is a bad example because March Madness is March Madness, right? It's like the busiest oh, yeah. time of year. But my buddy oh, yeah. E and I were trying to get into <laughs> into berries on the spur of the moment. We're thinking, yeah, we'll just roll up on berries. And we, we actually, you know, we obviously know people at Circa. And Mike Palm says to us, he goes, I don't think Derek could get a table tonight. You know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, yeah, no, that that and and by the way, the night I went to Barry's, it was packed. I went like on a Friday early though, like five thirty, and it was packed then. So, well, I'm glad to see they're still doing well. I look forward to go there again. The obvious thing that we're leaving out of this conversation is the grand opening of Resorts World, which happened here yeah. last week in Las Vegas. Have you had a chance to go there? No, I've only like I said uh, last night. I went to dinner at um, with my other friends at SW at the Win. Oh, which love is SW. A re- really good. Really good uh, steak. Um, you know what, though? I swear, this it used to be better, I think. But it was very good. It was top shelf. Hmm. This is SW. Maybe because the guys that used to run it, this Mario and Noe, they, they've taken other other restaurants since then. They, they Since they left, they opened the SW, though. Uh, tonight I think, is I think I'm a lifetime. My, my I think I'm a lifetime 15 for 15 or however many times I've been to SW Ooh, yeah. on great steaks. I've never had a, a less than perfection fillet there. Believe it or not, tonight... I am going to, which was always my favorite steakhouse in town. It's just a little bit different now. There's so much competition for good steaks. Uh, I'm going to Joe's tonight. Joe's puts that seasoning, that separate seasoning they make in-house really good. Coriander, garlic. Where is uh, Joe's? Sesame seeds. Oh, Joe's, uh, Joe's Stone Crab. Joe's restaurant. Oh, Joe's Stone Crab. It's, okay. Right. So gotcha. it's, at, it's at at the forum yeah, shops. At the forum and, shops. Um, yeah, it's, it's steak and seafood, but that it was... From the Washington, the Miami location, the on Washington, the Joe Stone Crab. Yeah, of course, there's one in Washington D.C. now, and there's one in uh, Chicago, and the, and the one here. I'm a bit so, of a I'm cool. a bit of a crab snob. I I you know the the two places I've spent the most time in my life are the Mid Atlantic region, D.C. and Maryland, where they're known for crabs. Maryland, literally the low, you know the, the t-shirts Maryland is for crabs. I grew up on those crabs, and then I lived in San Francisco where they have Dungeness crabs. So I am like the ultimate crab snob. So I don't gravitate towards Joe. And uh, wow. those particular crabs, yeah. because I am that much oh. of a snob on these things. You're getting, you're talking about San Fran and Baltimore. Yeah. Think about the places you're talking about. Yeah. This is where they're getting it the same day, literally. Yeah. Um, it's just like when I'm down in Key West or something, I get those stone crabs fresh, uh, especially now they're out of season. But when they're in season there, there's nothing like getting them right there where they're, where they're getting them out of the ocean. I mean, the same thing with the Dungeness crabs in San Fran. Oh my God! Fantastic stuff. So, so, so let me tell you about so Resorts World. I haven't eaten there anywhere anywhere there yet. Uh, we'll get to that. There was a food court. You know, there's a great food court at, at the Resorts World. That's probably uh, one of the shining stars of that resort. Right when you walk in, I went the next night after the open, and they weren't really up to snuff. It was a soft open. The kiosks weren't talking to all the restaurants, so it was a bit of a disaster because. Some 
of the places where you ordered food from in the food court texted you, hey, your food's ready. Others didn't. And by the time you got to them, it was like there was already 30 minutes into it. You're like, oh, we didn't even know what you ordered. So they have they were I'm sure they worked that out. I'm not I'm not saying that as a knock that happens during soft openings. I'm sure they rushed to get this thing open as soon as they could just for the reasons we were talking about earlier, which is if all of my friends are coming in town and all of yours are, there's just this mad rush into Vegas. So I'm sure Resorts World was like, let's just open this thing as quickly as possible and they'll work out those kinks. But the options are spectacular. Let me just say that there's all kinds of cuisines. I would recommend just going there for that alone. The other thing was a first impression of the sports book. When you first walk in the front, the sports book is right on the left. Obviously, it's not the centerpiece of Resorts World. That's not their business model. So, you know, no, no harm, no foul. What was interesting, and I, won't, I don't want to give the gentleman's name out because I don't think that he'd want me to, but one of the people who uh, works at IGT, who I had met before, he approached me. And he's like, why, are, why are, did you make any bets here? And I said, I actually did make one bet, the only bet I made here, because this is the only book in town that I know of that offers tennis bets on the set line, right? So you can get plus two and a half sets. The, the other books just give you the, the sides on it. And there was a Tiafo match that I wanted to bet plus two and a half sets against Tsitsipas, and it won. But uh, so he's curious that I was there even to make a bet. I was like, oh, yeah, you guys actually offer this, so I'll do it. Uh, and then he, he, he offered to me, he was like, you know what else they offer? He goes, they offer stuff like F1 head-to-heads. And he said to me, it was very interesting, like when a, even when a, you know, we just talked about the food court having to work out the kinks, which I'm sure they did, but like a sports book, a brand new sports book working out their kinks. What he said to me, and I think accurately so, he goes, you know, I didn't want to say anything to him. This is a guy at IGT who actually provides the system that they use there at Resorts. What he goes, I don't want to say anything to them, but I mean, what are you going to get for F1 head-to-heads besides Formula One head-to-heads besides sharp action, right? He goes, and he kind of said, he's like, but they'll learn, you know, sort of thing. So I just... It's interesting when a brand new casino opens, and this is the first strip opening, you know, the first casino to open on the strip since the Cosmo opened, right? We may not get another one of these in our lifetime. So I just thought that was an interesting window into, hey, even when a book starts sometimes, you know, the people operating it internally are like, well, we're going to have to learn a couple things the hard way. You know, they'll figure it out. thought that was fascinating. Yeah. They They offer bets, but do they take bets? That's the... I was able to get down a dime. I didn't ask. More. I didn't ask for more than that. So I don't know. Oh, a dime! A dime is huge that's, on tennis. Giant. Yeah, I didn't ask oh, for more that, on that particular that's, bet. That's big, though. Fantastic. That's great. No, that's good news. Um, I was reading some things on Twitter. So that that is really good, Gil. I'm, uh, you got a thousand down at the counter or at the on counter a, on a kiosk at the counter. At the counter. Yeah. Okay, good. I didn't know. Good. I didn't. Oh, wow. I didn't try to do more. Maybe if I had, they wouldn't have. I don't know what the limit was on the uh, on the Formula One stuff, but I just thought that that yeah. was a a interesting admission that, you know, there's a bit of trial and error even with that. And for those who are sharp in that particular area, perhaps there's an opportunity, and perhaps that opportunity will disappear quicker, uh, you know, much quicker than we think it might, because they'll figure out, yeah, we probably shouldn't offer this particular thing. Anyway, you know, just my impression of Resorts World. The food itself, though, food court. By the way, Bill Aidey, who uh, from VEASAN, he stayed in one of the uh, hotels, too. He he liked it very much. There's three different options there. So uh, Resorts World open to the public now uh, here in Las Vegas. More unscripted with the crack man. Coming back, the host of Wise Cracks, where all podcasts are distributed, he and John Orlando. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander, Bill Krakenberger, unscripted with the crack man. We get tweets at beating the book. Uh, Owen, nice pick on Pedro Martinez. Finally got it done. Yeah, man, we were sweating that. Keep up the good work. Uh, enjoy both your shows. Thank you, Owen. Uh, all, all praise on primetime action to, uh, to Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. We have a blast every night. Uh, that show is is not uh, anything, any one of us removed, that show is not at all what it is. Uh, Bulldog, Bulldog Han 15, yo, Mr. Bill. So I don't know if this was for you or for me, but it sounds like it's you. Have you been successful betting the Olympics or even small markets like NBA Summer League? Also wondering what's uh, in line makers' mind when they set a line for these events. Inside scoop is always appreciated. You know what, Bulldog? I'll, I'll just real quick before we get to you, Bill. I had Johnny Avello on from DraftKings. Not I did. We 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 all did on primetime action the other night because I thought for a second there I thought it was a numbers game. We had him on primetime action, and I asked him. I was like, you know, there's no you have no historical comp for the Olympics yet at DraftKings, right? We weren't legalized yet during the last Olympics, Summer Olympics, if I'm not mistaken, and. Um, you know, I asked him, I go, do you have expectations? And he, and he did say, yeah, internally they do have certain numbers they want to hit. But I'll be honest with you. Drew Dinsick did a great deep dive on it on the show the other day. It's not something I necessarily gravitate towards, but but Jason and I, my producer, uh, producer number seven, Jason Kahn, we were surprised by how many views we got on an Olympic clip the other day. We're, so maybe there's an interest that we are underestimating. I don't know if you ever bet it back in the day. No, I actually didn't, but I do bet a lot of small market things, and I do look for edges like that uh, where you can find information, but whether it be, you know, I know that his last part was inside scoops, always appreciated. Well, there is some inside scoops uh, possibly that you'll, uh, even my guys will find on social media and stuff, so hopefully we'll see what happens. You know, this is going to be the first time really 
uh, that this is obviously because the Olympics hasn't what was before PAPS was was uh, passed and uh, the last one. I would think the Euro books or let's say a book like DraftKings, I would think they would uh, be offering a lot more stuff than they will be here in Vegas. I hope I'm wrong, but um, I think we'll, you're right. We'll see. I think you're yeah, right. Like, a, yeah, a book like DraftKings, which, which by the way, I find uh, DraftKings to be a very, very beatable sports book. Uh, I think they're they're much. Um, I, I just think they're 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 a good sports book for me to have in my repertoire and for you people too. If you're in a jurisdiction that has DraftKings, a place like FanDuel, I think not that I think the opposite because they offer a lot of stuff too. But I'll tell you right now, whoever those traders are. At FanDuel, whoever's behind that desk at FanDuel seem to be a little more on top of things. Uh, it seems like when the offshore moves, instantly FanDuel's on top of that move. Whereas, you know, there's probably about six or seven books I can mention, but not only DraftKings, a little bit slower. Maybe they wait to take a bet, which is the old school way of bookmaking. So who knows? Uh, you know, I think I know who's right, but I mean, you know, it it it, uh, it may be just a w- different way of thinking. So, just going off topic, just thinking when you when you mentioned about an obscure sport like Summer Olympics. Uh, reading some more tweets at BD the Book. This is from uh, also from Trip Tepper. I'd look or talking about our discussion about uh, who will end up with the most goals in Euro Cup 2020. He'd said, "I'd look at uh, is it pronounced Immobile of Italy." I'm guessing it's not immobile. Uh, Immobile of Italy at 25 to 1. That's available at DraftKings. Italy may have three matches, and Immobile has been a scoring machine for Lazio and Serie A back in uh, in Italy. DeGen Southern Gent, uh, talking about my discussion with Jeff Pauls about the Cubs earlier. The Cubs are a paper tiger for sure. They have several key guys in their contract years that are significantly underperforming. Rizzo specifically, if a guy can't produce in his contract year, how will he perform when he gets to the postseason? James McGyver, uh, talking about our talk about sw he says 1000 percent agree on sw at the win that's my jam right there um matt grissom grissom tweets i'll be in town july 8th through the 13th barry's and andiamo andiamo by the way always good at the d always a, always a fine uh choice they're two of his go-tos where else do you recommend off strip if possible p.s um you need to be on a man's guide to sin city if you haven't already that is uh, the beating the book annual podcast that we do between the conference championships and the super bowl every year by far the most popular of all our podcasts year in and year out where we just go through all that uh it's not even about sports it's just about all things vegas restaurants being chief among them so i don't know if you have an off strip recommendation for uh, matt grissom on on that uh yeah sure i have a ton We'll get back as soon as the break comes back. Uh, we'll, oh, we'll have a. There's a tease. I'll have at least three or four of them. Okay, okay, we'll do that, and uh, we'll see what other directions we meander into, sports betting and otherwise. Uh, unscripted with the crack man, uh, Dimitrov, Dan Weston's uh, tennis pick, not off to a good start. He did drop the first set. We are in a tiebreaker in the second, and that is sweaty as well. Six to six now, Dimitrov with the serve. So uh, hopefully, if you played that. We get this one and tie it up in a set of piece. It is in the balance. Coming back on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander. This summer, it's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VEASAN gear. We got hats, shirts, and mugs with the VEASAN logo. For fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about, and it's not under till it's over. Visit the VEASAN store today at VEASAN.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's VEASAN.com slash store. We have a bunch of numbers game stuff in there as well, including your generic numbers game shirt. Oh, I don't know if that's a top seller, but I got one. Uh, maybe you should too. Table Max on Twitter, with the influx of visitors and openings at uh, Resorts World, looks like it's time to get Ace and the gang together for an impromptu Vegas lifestyle show with special guest Bill Crackman. We we <laughs> we always keep it that one week of the of the year. It was hard doing it after the pandemic, the Vegas lifestyle podcast, because none of us had been anywhere new. So it was kind of weak this past year. We it wasn't really the same vibe. But by next year, with all the new openings, Resorts World. Virgin, Circa, obviously, just uh, before that. Uh, it's a whole brand new thing, and, and there is no pandemic here. That is for sure. It is packed. No question about it. Do you have any of those recommendations? Do you think about it over the break? Hey, 
Gil, you're right. When I when I came in, I, I flew in from Philly. I've never seen this. That the plane was absolutely oversold, asking for volunteers. But then when I arrived in Vegas, and it was a Tuesday, so you just think about this. It's a Tuesday. It was. I've never seen the airport that packed. The tram. You couldn't get everyone in the trams, so you had to wait for the next tram. That's never happened to me. The the place was so. The, the baggage claim, I've never seen anything like that. Vegas is at its all-time peak. And you know what? Uh, it shows me, uh, it, it really does. I, I read something on Twitter about uh, Las Vegas uh, in May having their number one month ever. So I was surprised to see that. Uh, I, you know, just surprised to see. Uh, I'm actually going to read it. I've seen it on, on Twitter. Nevada tourism and gambling industry has come roaring back after its pandemic-shuttered casinos kept tourists away with casinos setting a record win in May, 1.23 billion. That's the most they've ever won, uh, blowing away the record, which was set 14 years ago at 1.1 billion. So uh, it, it, this town is back it, 100%. Um, you know, it, it's back in a big way. All these people that have coming in now, even on the, the, the lower flights and the, you know, they, they, they lowered the cost for room rates and flights and stuff. Um, I think they're slowly creeping back up as we come out of this uh, pandemic shutdown. And look, look what happened already in May. I mean, and, and this is what a, a large portion of the country really uh, being a little bit hesitant of not maybe even doing, doing any airplane travel right now. So this shows me that we're back in a giant way and there is room for a place like Resorts World. Uh, like I said, I went over to the wind last night and, and talked to a couple executives one of them was a real big executive there. And when I was speaking to him, I was like, well, let me tell you, I, I, that has to hurt you across the street, right? Because I'm thinking that has to hurt people, you know, the wind casino the most, Resorts World. And he said, absolutely not. He said, actually, we welcome a casino north of us. He said, this this will help us in the end. I thought that was kind of yeah. interesting. I, although, you know, I will say, it's hurt although I will yeah. say this, when they were building Resorts World, like they, the construction of that building mimicked the Wynn and Encore to the point where you're like, oh, the Wynn and Encore have a third tower? And they actually had to cease and desist them in the middle of that. Wow. I don't know if you're right. They, they actually did wow. cease and desist them. Because if you were driving and you saw that, you almost had to laugh out loud. You're like, are they kidding me? Just mimicking, <laughs> mimicking the exact style? And so then they agreed to like make, oh, don't worry, by the end of it, there's going to be like a red exterior. No one will know the difference. Anyway, it's similar, but wow. not exactly the same anymore. Cool. So yeah, but now I'm sure they're cool oh. with it. Um, by the way, so go back to your yeah. One, one second, I just want to follow up on what you said. And when sure, I say the sure. pandemic is over in Vegas, by the way, I'm not making any judgments of science. I'm just saying the way that people here are dealing with it is that it's yeah. over. Dave Tooley has a piece for those who are interested at Vison.com. Um, he has a story on Nevada setting state records for sportsbook handle and win for the month of May, as you uh, alluded to. But ranking number two behind New Jersey and Handel and number three behind Jersey and Pennsylvania in sportsbook win as the industry continues to explode nationally. So there. How about that? So sportsbook, sportsbook-wise, sports gambling-wise, we're number three. And, you know, because of the population there and, and the sure. pent-up demand for, you know, I always say it, you know, you had Washington and Baltimore, which now has the sports betting, and you had uh, Pennsylvania, New York. Everyone was coming into Jersey. It was a matter of time. And, like, you know, it's a rite of passage back there. Everyone bets sports. So it was now uh, surprising, though, Jersey still with some other jurisdictions, Pennsylvania, uh, you know, uh, Baltimore, Washington. Uh, you got now you're having New York is going to eventually. And I think it'll be done by sometime the end of football season, the online gambling with apps and stuff. I think they're all going to cut into Jersey. Um, we'll see if Jersey stays the same, and I wouldn't be surprised to see it stay up at the top, though. I, it will, what will really be interesting to, to me will be to see how, in one case, sophisticated betters will be in certain regions of the country. Uh, maybe sophisticated is not the right word in every t in in every sense, but also how eager betters will be to get the most convenience. So, in other words, uh, let's take where I grew up, D.C., D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Virginia really started sports betting hitting the ground running. They've done a great job. Maryland is is also, you know, okay. DC is horrific. And so I wonder if there are people in DC who get that and would take their business elsewhere, just, you know, drive down the street to Maryland, Virginia. Or are they just 
or do they just not care? Like, in other words, how close to the sun are you and I that we obviously would tell them, oh, my God, you're getting this ridiculous deal here in D.C. Just drive another, you know, <laughs> in some cases just across the street to Maryland and do this or, or across to Virginia. By the way, Louisiana also has less restrictive things happening there. Their surrounding states, uh, it's more difficult to bet. So you wonder how it will play out in certain pockets of the country. I don't know. Just a thought. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. you and I are just maybe we take this way too seriously, and the average person is like, ah, I don't care. Probably, yeah. you're right. With the closer to the sun analogy, you're you're probably right. Um, uh, speaking of which, New Jersey, they're actually going to be voting in November on taking wagers on the in-state games. So right now, if you go to New Jersey, you can't bet on a Rutgers or Princeton. You can't bet on these teams. Uh, that'll probably change. You'll probably be allowed to bet. Uh, the following season on on New Jersey's uh, in-state games. So uh, that's just another well, just another little niche under your belt. Didn't they figure that out in Nevada years ago, that that's a ridiculous thing? Come on. Of course. What are we doing yeah. with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no one. You know, it's funny. when I remember before the sports betting was legal, you had, um, oh, boy, it was a pitcher on a New York Mets. Pretty good pitcher, too. Uh, he's from, I think he's from Al, Al Leiter. Al Leiter was before the committee. Oh, saying, sure. You shouldn't be allowing these people to bet on proposition bets because they can get to the pitcher. I mean, okay, Al, I can get to the pitcher and bet I a be- thousand bucks. I on believe, a yeah, I believe break. the the number he quoted was a half a million dollars a million. on a baller <laughs> strike. Yes, that's, yeah, that's what he said. Not exactly oh, how it works. By the way, the his, his kid is a dynamite pitcher. By the way, that's a whole other story. Oh, cool. Uh, we'll come back more unscripted with the Crack Man on a numbers game at Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Dollar wager. Turn a $1 wager into $100 on the Hawks or Bucks with BetMGM. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VSIN100. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, D.C. or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia. Virginia and D.C., 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Skill Alexander, Bill Krakenberger is here as well. Uh, in addition, again, to the tennis uh, play that I had this morning on Radu Kanu as a uh, north of $2 dog on the ladies' side of Wimbledon, I am going to play the Giants at minus 137 at Arizona. Arizona, again, uh, coming off one of the worst months in the history of baseball months. 3-24, and 24, a 111 winning percentage. They are much better. The underlying stats does indicate that they are a much better team at home. I'm still going to take the Giants. It's an affordable price. I'm thinking about taking DeGrom as well, but I have not pulled the trigger on that. So the Giants are an official play for me. And I'm going to be on the Hawks tonight. Uh, I think Mike Breen let it out last night towards the end of that Suns-Clippers game. Again, if you missed this earlier, he he said Giannis is out tomorrow. And I know he's listed as doubtful, but methinks Mike Breen knows what's going on. I don't know if Trey Young is playing, but again, if it's just a, if it's a Giannis for Trey swap, I still like the Hawks. I am playing the Hawks tonight in uh, game number five of the Eastern Conference Finals, so I do have those plays as well. Bill, you betting any basketball? You betting any baseball these days? What's your story? Baseball, not really basketball. I think NBA sides, like I've said before, I'm a broken record. It's one of the toughest things to beat is NBA sides. Yeah. Uh, NFL sides and NBA sides. I'm looking to, to steal, not to have to work. I am with uh, I am <laughs> with you on on typically on NBA ATS. I think if I think I've said it a hundred times on this show. If this show has tried to do anything, it's to remove people from the construct of pre-flop against the spread bets as being the only thing, like the most major thing you should be betting. And I agree with you in the NBA. So much of it is Plinko at the end. I just think that this is a unique opportunity tonight where I just think it's mispriced. And I I, I think it, I think if there's no Giannis, the Bucks are a far worse team than people assume that they are. So that's the play anyway tonight. You know, it's a goal. Let me give you a goal, Gil. Should I be saying this on air? We probably should talk to him privately. But I think a goal <laughs> yes. um, of, of you and I, uh, but you mostly because you're you know, with the show, is to get Las Vegas Chris to give you a couple NFL plays every week. This is probably one of the best, if not probably the best NFL sides better that I know. Um, so you know, it obviously it, – it is so you know, is it, it is no. so funny you bring this up, because Chris and I have been we, we text a lot. I love Chris, love yeah, him. and he's kind enough to come on this show uh, quite frequently. And, and he, what I love about Chris, he's super introspective. He's like, should I be on the show as much? Should I just do my thing? So he's always he's always questioning himself. He's always he's super honest when it comes to critiquing and giving feedback and. Uh, just can't say enough about about Chris. And I actually thought about it this week, and I haven't brought it up with him yet. 
I don't know how comfortable he will be during football season to do that because that's his time of year, right? Like that's, yes. he works nonstop. There's a reason why he's as good as what he, uh, 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 there's a reason why he's as good as he is. By the way, multiple contest winner through the years. We're talking about Las Vegas, Chris finished second and fifth. I want to say in Circa this past year uh, <laughs> in Circa millions. Um, but he, I, I'm going to ask him, but I'm going to respect whatever his answer is because I totally don't want to like James Salinas one year, just to give you an example, because I have a history of this. So James Salinas won the super contest. Uh, he won like over $900,000. James Salinas, who co-host um, betting across America here on VEASAN, uh, which he will do uh, in a few hours with Jeff Parles, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Salinas won it. And then he finished third the next year. And then two years later, that finished 26th. The year in between the third place and the 26th finish, he came on a numbers game every Friday morning, and we would do this segment where I'd be like, James, are these your picks? Like, we would, we were both, not that I was as competitive, but I, it would get into this point where I was like, are you telling us this the true picks, or are you playing with us? But anyway, he didn't end up finishing as high that year, and I feel so bad that, like, his routine was messed up because he came on a numbers game. It probably had nothing to do with it, but I don't even want to be, I don't want to sully anybody with that. Right, where and that's the day, Friday. That's, that's yes. probably the best day that these guys would be willing to share some picks. So, uh, you know, you took Salinas down and Jones in, so why not do it with uh, <laughs> Las Vegas Chris? Yes, I, t- I took Salinas down. Uh, he, he ended up okay <laughs> with a gig here. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll ask Chris, but again, we're, we're like talking about Chris on air while he's probably listening. And, uh, I, you know, I'm going to respect his decision either way because, uh, and I won't take it personally, but that is exactly what I was thinking. Wow. Even if Good. he does, even if he doesn't give a, well, see, this is the problem, right? Because if I say even if he doesn't give a pick, there's always going to be some people out there like, come on, man, he's got to give a pick. I would just like to bend his ear during football season for a segment or two a week. He doesn't even have to give me a pick or two, right? Like what he says is so valuable to begin with. Have him on the podcast too. He's kind enough to come on the Beating the Book Megapod. Uh, one or two times, one or two times here, he's texting me right now. So I'm not going to oh. <laughs> see Sorry, what he Chris. says. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Sorry that we brought it up. Uh, let's see what he says. Uh, let's see. Yeah. He said, uh, take Absolutely me down. Not. He said, take me down, <laughs> exclamation point. So maybe he will come on. I don't know. We'll follow oh. up on that. Yeah. No one's going to take him down. Though. He, no. I'll tell you, even before last year, though, even before last season, this guy is one of the best oh, yes. NFL Sides betters out there. 100%. Uh, so last year, it is surprising, though, with all those entries in the contest, that this guy came in second and fifth. But even before that, we knew Chris was a winning sports better, especially in the NFL. Well, here's the thing, and not and you know not to roast him, but it, it, is, it is amazing to me. Now, I will say this, and he'll be like, it's not easy for me at all, he would say, because he works at it all time, right, the whole time. So it's... It's, it doesn't come easy. He works for, you know, any good thing in life comes with hard work. And he would say that that's how it, how it works out for him. But from my perspective, I've never seen someone have a knack for the market quite the way that he does. Right. And to, to those of us who don't have it like he does, it comes off as super sixth sensey, if that makes any sense. Um, and so that that to me is how I'm because like Salinas will do it by watching tons of video, tons of tape on the teams. He's like an old school guy. Like he figures out, you know, just by watching a lot of tape. That's not what Chris does. Right. And there's so many ways we said it a million times. So many ways to skin the cat in sports betting and handicapping contests, by the way, are also different from betting game by game. You know, it's, it's a different kind of discipline, too, because there's game theory involved and there's strategy. And he is. But, you know, second to none on that as well. So that's the kind oh, yeah, of guy yeah. you're up against, by the way, if you're entering these contests, you should know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I had to pick someone else, though, because I do, uh, I'm very close to him. Randy McKay is no dummy yes. in these contests, too. Yes. He knows his stuff for sure. Well, Randy, um, I was joking. Remember, we were joking last week when he was going to the resorts world because he got invited to the open, right? Because he had a host or something. Oh, yeah. I know Randy yeah. was walking around the, the casino floor eyeing machines, just being like, Oh, that's an interesting machine over there. You know, very hokey. You know, Randy's probably like eyeing stuff. I should probably take a take a shot at that machine tomorrow because you know that's what he was thinking about. Hokey. Yeah. That's a great word. Uh, I didn't mean yeah, it. Randy be, is yeah. one of those lion. No, he, he 
Randy is one of those lions looking for the weak gazelle. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the sharpest guys I know. But let's go back to that Matt Grissom tweet, which, by the way, I've seen all the people that follow him. So I said, you know what, Matt, you have uh, earned a follow here from me. Uh, you know, the guys from Beeson uh, following him and, and, and uh, some Derek Stevens. So I'm going to I'm going to follow him, too. And he his question, what he said about the, finding some restaurants. Well, I know you said off strip. I have to put Milos in there for their lunch special, which is, uh, you know, I say special. I'm not one of those guys that do lunch specials or early birds, but Milos is one of my favorite restaurants anyway. So over at the uh, Venetian slash Palazzo, that's a great place to go. Lunch now at Milos, home. best value in town. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and the quality yeah. is amazing there. Uh, and, and, you know, most people will say, well, lunch special, $35. Yeah. Yeah, $35. It, it, it might sound expensive to you if you're used to going to In-N-Out Burger, but if you're, you know, the quality is unbelievable for what you get. And uh, my next place would be the off-strip restaurants. I love to give the local places a shout-out because not only I know the guys now, but I, I actually love the places. Old school. You want to step into the into the 60s? Go to uh, right on Sahara, the Las Vegas uh, Italian-American Club. That's a place I love to go to, old school. It's a place where literally uh, the owner has showed me the back room where the Rat Pack used to always eat. Uh, the place is, is really nostalgic. Uh, now I'll go into more of a trendy cult-like place. Um, well, before I do that, I want to think of uh, Tuscany Grill up on Eastern. I like that old-fashioned old hmm. Italian-American mom-and-pop place. But now I go to that trendy kind of place, and I think of herbs and rye. Um, on on Sahara. Have you been there, Gil? Yeah, this is this was an old uh, Vegas uh, lifestyle special uh, recommendation. Oh, okay. Uh, the, my they have a happy hour of steak. Man, my only thing with my only thing with Urban Rye and people who listen to the podcast know this. Could we turn up the lights a little? It's just so ridiculously dark. Ooh, <laughs> I like I like I like dark restaurants. It's I don't want to so like though. hold like I don't want to be like Ben Franklin and hold a lantern up to my uh, you know the person that I'm with or the, or the steak that I'm eating and and yes, uh, have to do you that. You do, you really do. Um, or but maybe I, I'm just getting know, old. Yeah. That that happy hour, I believe, isn't it half price steaks there? I believe so. I believe. Yeah, it I, I never, yeah. I, I never go during that time because I'm not an early eater. I'm very nocturnal, so I think it goes from like five to eight, and then from midnight to three, which I love. A restaurant that stays open late, so uh, that, that's another place. But yeah, there's a couple places there, some some local joints, and. Uh, there's the music. It's I have a lot more to talk about, I guess, next week. Next week. Italian American Club, by the way. I keep asking Vinny to take me. He has yet to take me. Uh, in Las Vegas, Chris chimes in about Italian American Club. Nice to see so many fathers taking their daughters out at the Italian American uh, Club for the night. See a lot of that there. Um, sorry we didn't get to everything you want to talk to. We will next yeah. week, Billy. I promise. Bill Krakenberger, at Bill Crackman with a K. Wisecracks, the name of his podcast with John Orlando and Bill Krakenberger. Good luck with all the bets. I'm on the Hawks. I'm on the Giants. I'm on Emma Radoscu. Good luck with everything. Lombardi Line next. Brady Cannon hosting right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
hosts of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.